0: Pop in your headphones and tune out your kids, and come hang out with me and a guest for the authentic conversations that you have been looking for.
1: All
0: right, I'm very excited to be welcoming my husband to Confessions of a Crappy Christian. Welcome, babe.
1: Hello. We've
0: been on the show a couple of times. Yes. Not a ton, but we've done some kind of landmark episodes <laughs> together. You were on when. We did the centennial, right? The birthday, huh? And the birthday. So, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) Are you nervous? A little bit.
0: Yeah, this just isn't your.
1: This is not my normal thing. I'm behind the scenes. Yeah, this isn't your gig. (laughs) You're.
0: uh, You don't even have an Instagram.
1: I do not. I don't have any social media at all. None.
0: None. So, I feel like we should just lead with the announcement. Like, we have an announcement to make. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Do you want me to? Sure.
1: So. We have finally got to the point where I can leave my day job and come home and help Blake do this and spend more time with the family.
0: Yeah, this is a huge deal.
1: Ginormous, ginormous.
0: How long have you been? How long have you been where you work?
1: Twenty years.
0: How long have you been doing what you do?
1: Since I was sixteen.
0: And how old are you?
1: I'll be forty in July.
0: Yeah, you'll be forty in like two. Months. <laughs> so this is like all you've known.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Like your whole life.
1: Yeah. There was a time you asked me if I had a dream job, what would it be? And the honest to goodness answer is that I have no idea.
0: You never really had the. No,
1: I never did anything else.
0: Well, and you didn't really have the opportunity.
1: Well, sure. Dream.
0: I mean, you started working at
1: legally you know <laughs> somewhere around 17
0: but before that But before
1: that yeah i worked a construction job during the summer
0: you went to trade school when you were 17
1: Yeah, moved to houston at and you've 17. been on your own since yeah
0: yeah we we had this realization the other day this is your first summer off oh gosh since you were probably 13 <laughs>
1: and, and i did have a, a a lifeguarding job when i was young which so the summer off then was, even though I was working, it was, it, was st- it was
0: fun. Yeah.
1: Get a tan, hang out. Right. You know. Look hang at out with my the, That's suits. what's up. Right. What's happening. Yeah. You know?
0: For sure. So I want to kind of back up. We have been married 10 years this year mm-hmm. and been together 11. And we have like quite the roller coaster story, not necessarily of our marriage, just but of our like experience. Well, sure. And what it's looked like when we got married. We were both pretty broke.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Lived
0: in a little like bachelor pad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a house, house I bought when I was 22.
0: Yeah, how big was that house?
1: It was 1200 square feet.
0: Which is Absolutely. Absolutely. Not, absolutely. But it was old.
1: It was very old.
0: I am only 5'2" and with my wingspan I could touch both sides of the kitchen at one time.
1: Sure. Yeah, it was a galley kitchen yeah. and it was old but not cool old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wasn't vintage, old. right? right. <laughs> it was it's just not like old. these squeaky
1: uh, wood floors and stuff like that. Old, cool linoleum, yeah, linoleum tile um,
0: floors and counters, yeah, yeah. And so we we got married, and I married a man who worked. How how many? Do you think you were working more hours a week then? Absolutely. How many? If you had to average, how many hours a week were you working then?
1: Probably somewhere around sixty five or more. Yeah. Because I worked late right, uh, for a like lot that. of years, you know. Especially when you and I first got married, it took a while for me to get used to having somebody else <laughs> waiting to, for like, you at home. Yeah. yeah. So I used to work all the time. As long as there was work, I was yeah. at work.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I can remember being home and it'd be like nine, ten o'clock, and you were still at the shop.
1: Sure, it was we a commission job. What you though.
0: do, yeah. You were a mechanic.
1: Right, and it was a commission job. Right. So if you were not there, you weren't making money, and right. if there was. M- car is still there then you were leaving money on the table
0: right exactly so we get married a year later we get pregnant yeah okay yeah still have no no dollars and also it's worth noting we're really bad with our money
1: yeah we, we were, were we were
0: we aren't now we've grown absolutely a lot mm-hmm. but we had no like stewardship capacities
1: no not then we definitely did no
0: we and we didn't really have we we didn't have a lot of debt. We didn't really come into our marriage with that. We Mm. just spent any money we had. We weren't saving. We were very much living paycheck to paycheck, barely.
1: Right, yeah, that's (laughs) it. We didn't have any debt, which was great, but. You know, you had no credit at the time, None. which yeah. is worse than bad credit. <laughs> and then <laughs> I had credit, but I had no money to go get anything. Right. And, so, right. and, and it was it was because of stewardship. I yeah. mean, it wasn't that we weren't making any money. We were making money. We should have been doing much better.
0: Yeah, 100%. And so we when Pace was one, we moved into the house that we lived in before we live here. And I still don't know how we afforded that house. Yeah.
1: I did side work.
0: Yeah. You were yeah. doing a ton of side work. So you're working 65 hours a week and like basically working in the garage The garage because we outgrew, we outgrew that first house when I moved in. Sure. Like, I mean, it was just such a small house. And so you were working side work. I had a job. We had Pace. No, I didn't have a job. Mm-mm. I quit working when Pace was born. Correct. Because the money that I was making didn't make sense to pay for daycare, right? Like we you, ran the numbers.
1: Sure. Yeah. You're the money, the income that you made was not even as much as daycare would cost.
0: Right. Right. And so it was like, okay, well, yeah, that's go ahead not and worth stay it. Home. And I feel like there was a season there when we got into the second house where things were even worse than they were.
1: Absolutely. Before. Absolutely. It, you know, our spending habits got really lax for a, a while and, you know, we stress differently. So I stress internally. And I'm not saying anything and that's stressing you out that I'm not saying anything. And so, yeah, the the pressure of being single income and, you know, a small family to take care of is a lot. It's yeah. a lot for anybody, whether it be a, a, a mom or a dad, whoever the income is, yeah. when it's solely on that one person, the pressure is can be high if you are not good stewardships with your money
0: yeah no i mean i i've told the story before of having to go like sell pawn gold yeah to keep our lights on mm-hmm. like we were baroque as a freaking joke to the point that i ended up getting a job you did what year was that 2019 it was right before the shutdown
1: right yeah it was about so, six months or so before yeah. the shutdown right, before
0: the shutdown i got a job at a local church and had not worked in, in any kind of office capacity in probably f- a while Five years. So that was an adjustment to go from having freedom to like going (laughs) to an office and having people tell me what to do. Oh, no. But it gave us a safety net.
1: It did. It was. It
0: took a lot of the pressure off.
1: Yeah, it was an incredible, it was a gift. I mean, it was definitely a gift at a time when we needed it. I mean, we felt instantaneous uh, financial relief. And then we also got better with our money. Yeah, From that I think that those forward. two things
0: kind of coincided. Like once, like I think we realized we had gotten ourselves into such a hole that it was like, okay, something's got to give. Right. And so we did financial peace. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Dave Ramsey's thing. Dave
1: Ramsey, yeah.
0: Which I don't agree with everything. Neither no, of us. We no, don't agree no. with everything that Dave Ramsey says. But it was just a step towards sure stewardship.
1: For for, I'll tell you, for the beginning stages of our stewardship, it was important to be ridiculously strict, as he was. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I don't think that that's necessary for your entire life, but for the stage we were in, it was all or nothing. Like, we needed to swing the pendulum the other way because we were, you know, we were a little frivolous and it got us into a bind. And so when we started able to, started being able to put money aside, Yeah, you know, every month. <laughs> it was <And> crazy. <laughs> it was like, what do we have? We have extra money. Uh, and so it was just, it was a different thing. I mean, I, I think we both felt instantaneous relief Yeah, and, and you oh, can, yeah. you look back on it and you can see how it could be a marriage killer.
0: A Oh, I mean, you don't know, they say that's like the number one oh, thing? Oh yeah, like absolutely that causes divorce and struggles. Was and I get that. I mean, it was. Sure. I think at, in the time it didn't feel like our issues between you and I were financial, but it was so much pressure, right, and like stress that it just infiltrated, and we kind of became like ships passing in the night.
1: Right. The the finance was just the catalyst. Mm-hmm you know, and it, it, the enemy used it to separate us. And we didn't see that for a while. And, you know, next thing you know, like you said, we're passing each other in the night. We're roommates essentially. And at the time our finances weren't getting any better. And so, and so, um, but then, you know, we got really lucky. We got, we were blessed. I would say that wasn't luck. It was God giving you this job that you were kind of doing on the side already as graphic design and you know just reached out someone reached out and was like hey are you looking for this
0: no they reached out and said we have this job opening if you know anybody that's right i was like i do me, <laughs> please. And I was a year. That was a year into crappy Christian. Sure, but I think people don't realize that. I mean, I didn't make money I didn't make money doing what I do until. Would you say last year, twenty twenty?
1: Yeah, year before last. Twenty twenty. Started making mo- like li- like good money, you know. But people end also-
0: of twenty twenty.
1: Sure, sure. And people don't realize that, and maybe they do. I'm sure you've talked about this before, but. It's, it's not been like this quick road, no. you know, to build Crappy Christian as a whole. You know, it started before we got married, you blogging, you know, and so, but here we are now right, uh, on the other side of it.
0: Yeah. And so I think, you know, this is a big jump. It's a big leap, but we've taken a few of these before. Like, do you remember how stressed out you were about me quitting that job?
1: Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> we had this safety net and I am the... Safest. Safest person in the relationship. Oh my gosh, 100%. And so I'm like, we got this good thing. Why are we getting rid of this good thing?
0: But it was because there was so much potential on the other side. There was, absolutely. And I think that's why God puts people together that see life. I mean, you and I could not possibly see life more differently. (laughs) Like, we'll get the same text message and it'll make me ragey. And you're like, what are we mad about? Like, (laughs) I don't understand. It's just... I mean, but it works for, it didn't always work. No, it didn't. It's been lots of therapy and lots of conversations and reading books and praying and both of us having to like grow and change. But I remember because I quit at the church job November of 2020. It was like mid shutdown. Oh, yeah. And it was just like I could see, like I had finally kind of figured it out that first year of Crappy Christian. I started it in December of 2018. In that first year, was it at 18? Yeah. And then I got the job at the end of 19 in that first year between starting the podcast and then getting the job, which is like, I just had no idea what I was doing. Sure. Which nobody knows what they're doing. Absolutely. But the the issue was, and like, I've started talking about this a lot on my platform is that there weren't very many people who were willing to help me. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody's holding on to their platform and their gifts so tightly because they're right. afraid somebody's going to take it from them. I'm like, yo. Nobody can take what God's given you. Sure, Which is why I created Run Your Race and all of that, which was the catalyst. So I started Run Your Race and signed my book deal like pretty back to back. Yeah,
1: simultaneously. I
0: think September of 2020 launched Run Your Race, which is my course, and then signed my book deal in October and then put my notice in at right. the church. And like, I think first day of November was my last day i think
1: it sounds right that sounds and so right.
0: that was a huge leap because like you said we had this safety net but i'm over here like but i can do so much more right. if i reclaim that time now i've it, it was such a safety net financially but also like creatively gave me room because some of the pressure was taken off and some of the stress was relieved To be like, what do I want this to be? Sure. You know, in so much of that first year, I think I had spent trying to fit into a mold of what like a quote unquote like Christian podcaster influencer looked like. And that really was when I kind of started hitting my stride of like, no, I want to do this differently. I want to approach this. I want to forge my own path instead of following the one that has gone before me. And so. Well,
1: even now, if you look back, you never would have thought you would be. Not only in the position we're in, but I just mean you never would think that you were that this is what crappy Christian would look like. (laughs) The ideas that have come along and the the directions that the Lord has taken us—you you you have been blessed to have a few people who have chimed in and really helped out. And so the whole deal in the beginning was you don't want to jump out there and do it because everybody's doing it, but you have a different message than each part. Everybody's given a different message from God. And so, yeah, so be your individual self, right, you know, exactly. be what God has created you to Like, be. I wouldn't
0: be, quote unquote, like, retiring my husband. You're not retire. Like, it's not like you're not going to work because you're coming on board with crappy Christian, but I would not be doing that if I had continued trying to fit a mold.
1: Sure. If I continue
0: trying to do it, trying to do it the way I saw everybody else doing it. And it was Jennifer Allwood yeah. who I was like, maybe I should water things down. Maybe I should... You know, just go with the flow and fall in line. Like and she, was, she said, "Double down," and so I did. And like, look at what here we are. God has done absolutely. You know, like what He'll do with our obedience, even in scary things. Because it was scary to quit my job. It was scary to double down and be like, "All right, like we gonna do this? We gonna go?" And then, so I would say, when did we start just having conversations about you leaving your job?
1: You started talking <laughs> about it about ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, we started having an actual conversation a little over a year ago. I think
0: just said it was even a possibility right,
1: like hey this what could would be a this thing. what would this look like? you know, what would this do? And you know, I think both of us that was a little dream in the back of our heads, but mm, you know, yeah. the likelihood was slim, Fair. but um, Lord, has been good and yeah, here we are. Yeah, it's
0: like over the last year, the conversations, like the frequency has increased and the probability, like it's well, sure. it, the ability to do it has just, you know, it's almost like every month, every quarter. It was like, well, hmm? well maybe
2: this maybe is this possible. Crazy. Like, maybe right. This
0: isn't totally <laughs> sure. off the rails. And so I would say January of this year of right. 2022 is when we started like really talking about it. Right. I started really feeling like I was hearing God say, this is a, a leap worth taking. And that was when the conversations of kind of redefining success began. Right. So you've been at the same place of work for 20 years and you've climbed the ranks. Absolutely. You started from turning wrenches to you run the service department. And realistically, we're only promised that you were going to continue to climb that ladder.
1: Yes I mean you know the goal was to continue to climb the ladder that was the goal from day one and most people at my age didn't get there yeah 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 so
0: yeah you're like the young one of the youngest
1: I was one of the younger guys for sure in the area when I first started doing some of the stuff that I do now in, in leadership and Uh, Some of these guys were with the manufacturer since it was, since inception, since it was, the car was created. And so, yeah, I was on a good roll and not to say that I wouldn't be on a good roll continuing forward, but looking at it, we decided that why continue to spend these hours away from home if we don't have to, Mm. I've told you and I've, I've told the few people at work already, but if I need to, I would be there every day for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know, every day yeah, if my family needed me. And we've just been blessed to get to a point where right now we don't you don't need me to. Mm-hmm. The family doesn't need me to. And so, you know, this morning I get up, I go to the gym at the normal time. I come home. I spend a little time in the word. The girls wake up. I br- fix them breakfast. You get up, you know, we, we br- I bring them to school
0: So you're still technically at, you're still at your job. You're, right. I'm when this comes date. out, you have two weeks left, but you were off, you get Thursdays off when you work that Saturday. And I feel like the, that has been really sweet in the last year, God giving us these glimpses of like what it could be. Yeah. Like what our day-to-day could be. We, you, because let's talk about what a normal day looks like. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about you getting up at four to go to the gym before you be- get at work at what six, six thirty? Yeah. And you leave on a good day at five fifteen, five thirty, drive twenty ish minutes home. So you're gone from like let's I think it's fair to say four to six.
1: Sure. Yeah, somewhere um, around there. Absolutely. Somewhere around It's there. very close.
0: Yeah. And so our kids go to bed at seven thirty.
1: Yeah, I don't get to see them, but you know, on an adorable day. I get to see them maybe an hour.
0: Maybe an hour. You know. And you, I mean, it's better now than when you were turning wrenches, but you definitely miss stuff.
1: Sure. Like absolutely. everybody. I'm not, yeah, this is yeah. not you
0: specific, but. Oh, no, no, no. You know, but you do have a very demanding job.
1: Absolutely. More
0: demanding than I would say a lot of people.
1: Absolutely. And there are multiple reasons for that, which it's industry wide. It's, it is. It's the, it's the, it's, automotive it's the industry. industry. You know, you're, you're, you're going to be at work to make money right. and, and, and that's a, that's okay. If that's your goal, you 100%. know, and you know, just a couple of years ago, that was our goal, yeah. uh, not knowing where this would lead. And so here we are now.
0: Well, and I think we've redefined success. This is something you and I have had this conversation a lot of, okay, do we want to define success as continuing to have your income? which is great sure, and you be gone as much as you are or are we willing to take that financial hit sacrifice some things for to have our family together right and and i don't i don't want people to hear that as me saying one is right and one is wrong across the board absolutely i'm saying what is right or wrong for you and your family and are you even willing to ask that question is difficult. I mean, because we kind of, we didn't battle, I wouldn't say, but we were not on the same page. Well, no,
1: I mean, we, I come from a background of hardworking men who have worked hard their whole lives and women and it's kind of bred in. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I mean, it's literally programmed. It, this is still not natural for me even sitting here right now talking about it, but you know, the, the men in my family worked their butts off and their, and whole, lives. their whole lives. And, and so that's just always been my mindset right. to look elsewhere was very foreign to me. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. we battled a little bit, not battled, but we, we definitely had differences of opinions a good bit. And so, but we've come together on it.
0: Well, so I wanted to tell the story of you actually putting in your notice. Okay. So we're, we're like, I would say January, we started talking about it more seriously. February, March was when it really ramped up. I started, I started really feeling like I was hearing from God, like let's right. rock and roll. Like, mm-hmm. Let's, let's do this thing. If you wait until you're ready, you're never going to be ready. Right. And we were like having these conversations and I don't, I don't even want to say the word battling. We just weren't on the same page. And, but we've always, one thing I will say that works in our favor is that when we're not on the same page, I feel like both of us are open-minded enough to be like, okay, God, like, is it my heart that needs to change or is it theirs? At least that's how I was praying. Right. Like if I am hearing you wrong, change my heart, make me okay with him staying there as long as he needs to stay there. And then I wake up one morning to a text message from you saying, I'm putting in my notice today. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was like whiplash.
1: Well, and we had, we had talked more seriously in that time and we were thinking, okay, you know, we kind of set a date and then I really started praying about my role there and I felt like I owed them mm-hmm. that time to mm-hmm. be able to fill that role. And so I had been really praying, I mean, sleepless nights, like thinking about this, is it right to tell them now? Is it right to just give two weeks? I, I didn't feel like two weeks was right. I could tell that it wasn't settling right. And so I gave them two and a half months. Yeah. And so, and those people still mean a lot to me. And so I don't want them to feel like I'm abandoning them right. uh, in any way. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it came down to what, like what did you feel like was the best way to, to walk through this? Right. And for you, it was giving them as much notice as possible. You know, the fact that you're not going to another manufacturer, the fact that you're coming home, they're, you know, this isn't a, they're not losing you to a competitor. They're losing you to your family. Right. Which is like the most ideal. And they understood.
1: They've been great about it. Yeah. Um, You know, like I said, I've been there 20 years. So uh, I'll be 40. So half of my life. life? And some of these people who are above me have known me for my entire adulthood. And so we've grown more than just employer, employee. And so there was no ill will. No. Um, And they've been great through the whole process. And I'll still love those guys. And I'll still probably stop by and see them at times and, you know, all that jazz. And so.
0: Well, and one of the things we talked about is that this job, while maybe not ideal, gave us... Oh, it gave us, it's part of what gave us the opportunities and the ability to get to where we are today.
1: Absolutely. You know, that's the important thing to remember is that, you know, we busted our tails, (laughs) both of us, you know,
0: made a lot of sacrifices. We did.
1: And time was a big sacrifice. You know, the the biggest sacrifice was time. And that's the biggest gain Mm -hmm. by doing this. But yes, the manufacturer and family that I work for gave us a lot of opportunity um, and and I'm very thankful for that they saw leadership in me at a young age I tell this story about my first truck
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I had been working there about six months and the vehicle that I was driving kind of was on its last leg and so there was this little pickup truck from the 80s it's the back to future trucks (laughs) it was really cool still of course this wasn't in the 80s um, but it had gotten traded in Why well, I didn't have any credit I was 20 years old And an idiot to say the least And so <laughs> I couldn't even get a loan For 3500 bucks to buy this truck The salesman took me upstairs Into the owner of the dealership And he sat me down in front of him And I'm just freaking out internally <laughs> here And the owner says So you want to buy this truck? And I said yes sir And he said can't get a loan. I said, No, sir. He said, You plan on staying with me for a while? Yes, sir. And um, he said, Well, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you the loan for it. And that was a lasting impression on me for working for them. You know, it was a great story, but it's a, a great true story. Yeah. That I didn't I didn't even approach them and ask. They came to me. And so that was pretty pretty cool. Yeah. And I'll be forever thankful for that. I'll be forever thankful for my job uh, and for the, the lessons I learned and the coming in to help you in the background.
0: You a, learned so much. A
1: lot of, yeah, yeah. A lot of that I learned over the years working for them. Yeah. And so it's been a lot of blessings. It's been tough. Uh, and it is a tough industry for anybody in it. and I think you can hold
0: both. It. Like, I think you can Absolutely. hold both in your hands of, like, be, gratitude and also looking at something and saying, like, this just isn't what I want for my family anymore. Right, like, I right. just don't want to be gone 50, 60 hours a week. And we haven't even touched on how freaking stressful your job is. Sure. Like, yes, we're getting a lot of time. But I think the amount of stress relief, you're not going to know what to do with yourself.
1: Um, it's going to be awkward for a while. <laughs> it's going <It's> to be, <laughs> it's gonna it's be gonna awkward. It's going to be crazy.
0: So, We're taking this jump, we're taking this risk. You are leaving that job and coming on board with Krabby Christian Co. in a operational, business, logistical sense. Honestly, the hope is like that I just get to be creative now. Right. Well, and I've been running Krabby Christian by the seat of my pants for three years. Like I don't actually know what I'm doing. Like we just started direct deposit paying our employees like five seconds ago because I was just Venmoing everybody before, you know, so it's going to, I think the, this summer especially, and the beginning of you coming on board is just going to be getting some back end business efficiency things like figured out and rolling. And so the number one question people have had is like, are we really going to be able to work together? Like, people are like, wait, (laughs) are you worried about working together? Well,
1: I have a laptop, so I can work from anywhere.
0: Exactly. So do I.
1: Right. And so... uh, (laughs) I love that that's your
0: first answer. I can get out of here. I mean, you know, (laughs) no.
1: But, I mean, we have spent copious amounts of time together.
0: We actually like each other. We do.
1: And we're friends. And so, you know, we do already work
0: together. Oh, yeah. But we work together right now in the fringes. We do. In these like, you know, eight, nine o'clock, we're trying to have a business meeting and my brain is done so already. Sure. You know, so I'm like, think how much better we're going to work together when we can do it when the sun is up.
1: Right. Right.
0: Right? And that's
1: the whole thing. I mean, we we do it now. And so it's just going to be easier. You know, I'm at work at my current job thinking about things and I can't talk about them until I get home. And you're toast by the time I get home. And I'm, I'm pretty toast from my yeah. job as well. And so, you know, I catch my second wind at 830 at night right after I, I know, get out of the shower. I'm in the
0: bathtub. <laughs> I just absolutely do not want to look at your spreadsheet right now. Right. Like, you're really cute and I love you, but no. Sure.
1: Like- yeah, I think I'd, I do. I mean, you know, I don't know if people think, like, we're going to sit right next to each other all day, every day. You know, we'll, we'll do our thing. Yeah. And there'll be times when we do sit next to each and other And I'm very all day. excited about that. Absolutely. But I
0: think that that's part of why I wanted to tell like the whole story because I know what it's like to be in those more difficult seasons and look at a couple that are best friends yeah. that do work together and be really jealous of that and not know the whole story that we have been at each other's throats there. I mean, we've like, we've talked about the day word. Yeah. In some seasons. Like, it has been, like, B-A-D bad. Yeah. You know, and so it is just a testament to what God can do that we're at this point today where we're jacked about getting to spend as much time as possible together. Right. That's that's 10 years. That's on God. That's, you know, it's no. not always been that way.
1: No, it's not For always years. been that way. And, and you know, through... God, you know, through our, the grace message and through learning about each other, whether it be Enneagram or, you know, whatever we could do to learn more about each other and understand more about each other, because we are East and West apart, but we strengthen each other in our weakness, you know, so I'm typically strong when you're weak and you're strong when I'm weak. And so I think it's going to work out perfectly fine.
0: I do too. I mean, and that's not to say that we won't have speed bumps and that there won't be days that are hard, well, but sure. that's life. Yeah. Like
1: that's everybody. I
0: don't think either of us are expecting this to be some kind of idyllic.
1: I work party. with some of my best friends right now and we, yeah, we have no shame in going to an office and yell at each other for a little bit. Right. Please don't yell no, at me. No, I you. don't want to yell at you, okay. but, <laughs> but this is a couple of you know? Yeah. And so, but no, I mean, and when you're done, you, you're like, Hey, we have a job to do. Right, we, let's exactly. get it done. You know? Exactly.
0: So what are you, what are you most excited about?
1: Um, I'm excited about the, the opportunity to spend with you guys. Yeah. I'm excited to see what, like I, we've said this so many times, we have no idea the fruit of everything. And so I'm ex- really excited to see where this is going to go, yeah. you know, giving you the opportunity to be creative and uh, spend more time with your people, spend more time creating things to help people spend more time with everything and so in the same amount of time right that you already work and so i'm excited about those things the most yeah you know
0: i'm excited to see you be less stressed
1: yeah you know i think it's crazy that stress is probably the worst part of no stress is the worst part of my job but it's gonna be awkward not to feel
0: yeah, you're gonna be like, I don't know how to function. I'm
1: probably gonna stress that I'm not stressed for a little <laughs> while, to be honest. <laughs> like when, ang-
0: when anxious people don't feel anxious, like when I don't feel anxious for too long, I'm like, all right, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, there's something amiss. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be different. Yeah, I mean, we are fully prepared for you to have like a minor identity crisis. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, that's just we're fully prepared for that, yeah. and it's not gonna be like you leaving isn't gonna be all sunshine and rainbows. Like, there's no. gonna be hard moments and we are giving up like an entire really substantial full time income.
1: Right. Exactly. It's that, gonna it's gonna change some yeah. some things for us.
0: But it's changes that and sacrifices that we're willing to make. Right. And like we're actually going on vacation this summer.
1: That should be pretty awesome.
0: I'm pumped about it. We're driving to Michigan to see our best friends. Let's call it a trip
1: because our kids are coming with trip. us.
0: True, touche. <laughs> they are older and like a little bit easier now. They are At five and there. seven. We're not toting a two and four year old around. It's, but, it's definitely still fun. So this comes out May 13th, and May 27th is your last day. So we're in the two week countdown when this comes out. That's wild.
1: I have moments where it hits me.
0: Yeah. You had one last night. I could like, yeah. see it in your face. Yeah,
1: I have moments, slight panic. You know, yeah. um, just I think it's natural. You know, you, like I said, I'm programmed a certain way, and it's gonna it's gonna take time to unprogram that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's it. At, we both, like you said earlier, we know that it's gonna be a little bit of a roller coaster at first. I have identified myself as this person for twenty years. Yeah. And we're gonna change one of the bigger parts of that.
0: No, but I'm so excited. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm more excited than nervous. Yes, I am more excited than nervous. I don't want it to feel like I'm, you know, yeah. nervous is taking hold. It's just those, I'll have, I wake up great. And I'm like, oh, yes, this, you know, this is about to go down, Count blah, 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 you know, and then like three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, wait. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then by the time I get home, sometimes I'm great. And sometimes it's later at night. Sometimes I lay down and all of a sudden something pops in my head. But you know, we've made this decision and we do feel like it's what God is telling us to do, which is the all important part. Right. And so, you know, I believe that He'll be faithful. I love you.
0: Let's freaking do it. Let's do
1: this. You
0: ready? One, two, three. Go. (laughs) 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 All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. The great news is that You'll be around a lot more.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll come on the show more often.
0: Yeah, you did a great job. Well, thank you. You're natural. I
1: was horrible the last time.
0: You were not great the first time. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You were. It was. I actually talked about that the other day. Like you didn't know where to like talk into the mic. Like it was yeah, just a whole Bobby thing. Bobby with his. Yeah, I was like, stop touching the mic. You don't have to touch it. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you so close? Back up. Back up. Back up. more. And then I was too far away. you were away, too far away. And I was quiet. We had to like mess with all the audio. You did wonderful. You're a natural. This time. This time. (laughs) I love you. I love you. All right. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Crappy Christian Podcast. And hey, by the way, if you super loved it, can you go leave a five-star review wherever you're listening? That'd be awesome. All right. See you next week.